Hi, this is Sally Kirkman, and I'm here with Christina Rodenbeck. Hello. The Oxford astrologer, and we're back with you podcasting. Now, some of you will have listened in to our podcast at the beginning of the year, which was our introduction to 2018. And now we're moving on to these monthly podcasts, which will coincide with the sun's move into each star sign. So this is the first podcast that's going to be about the first sign of the zodiac Aries. And we'll be looking at that sign and also what's coming up astrologically in the month ahead. But first, um, what we wanted to do was do something called retrodiction, which is the opposite of prediction. Prediction is looking into the future. Retrodiction is looking into the past at what's happened. And to just to talk a little bit about, for us, what was major astrology, how that played out um, from January until now, March. And on that note, I'll hand you over to... Christina. Oh, me. Thanks. Yes, you. Thanks. Um, well, obviously, the big thing was the eclipses, uh, which happened. At, well, there was one at the end of January and one in February. And I can tell you my retrojection was that my mum died um, just coming up to that eclipse, which was uh, a Leo eclipse. And uh, she had the moon in Leo. Um, and it was right on her moon, and I have Leo rising, and it was wasn't actually that close to my ascendant, but it was touching several of my planets that eclipse, so that was a big ending for me, mm. Mm. which is what we expect with eclipses: is endings, beginnings. Yeah, and I think also um, the lunar eclipse as well, the full moon eclipse, is often a time of emotion, mm. the real emotion that comes up. Mm. Um, I mean, I had kind of a different story in a way because the solar eclipse, which was mid-February, um, I had my books published. Yay! Congratulations! They are you. available in all good bookshops <laughs> and uh, and anthropology as well. Aren't Soon. They? Soon. Soon. Okay. <laughs> and Urban Outfitters. Soon. Yeah. But they're on Amazon and the book yeah. dis- depository in places. Um, so the publication date was actually February the 22nd, but I was waiting to actually get the books in my hand. Um, and on the day of the solar eclipse, which is often more about new beginnings, mm. these new chapters, it's kind of like, in a way, a new moon with a bit of oomph. Mm. Um, they sent a box of 60 books, five of each star sign to me. So that was sent out on the solar eclipse. Mm. So very much this kind of dramatic new chapter. Very exciting. Yeah, no, it's great. Mm. So there's good news and bad news there. Although, you know, my mother's passing was very nice. She she did it very nicely. Uh, it was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I, it wasn't... Um, it wasn't also not... It, I felt it that because the timing worked so well with the astrology, that made it even more lovely. Yeah. Sense of flow in a way. Yeah, exactly. It. She was in the flow. <clears throat> um, but we want to talk about... We're on the equinox now coming up to the equinox which is uh the moment that the that astrology starts the beginning it's at zero the equinox is always at zero aries which is the first moment of the whole zodiac it's the beginning of the astrological year Mm -hmm. which is always exciting right it is always exciting there's always this sense of kind of a fresh start a new chapter turning a page and, of course, Aries people are kind of like that, too, sun and Aries, wouldn't you say? Very much so. And, you know, that kind of fits this symbolism of 
of being the first, of stepping out, getting things moving, making things happening. You have Aries rising. <clears throat> I you? do, I do. I have um, Aries ascendant. The ascendant's the sign that was rising on the horizon when you were born. Um, it's the way you come across to the world, the cover on your book. Um, so, and I, I do think that I'm quite Aries <laughs> rising, actually. I mean, there's, you know, Aries is a sign that's about speed. It initiates things. Uh, it's quite forthright, direct. Um, and and that's that's often the way I come across. Some people find me a bit scary at first. Oh, you're terrifying. <laughs> Completely terrifying. Do you think that you're competitive? Well, um, I've been told that I am. Um, and, and I probably am, although, yeah, I like to win. I like to compete. I like, you know, I like sports. There's mm. physical activities is very much part of Aries it's I always think Aries is very much linked to the physical body um so yeah I mean there's that's that's one of the you know Aries is is great at sort of being the best and mm. going all out to be the best they can to win at things uh, to get good at things that's that's one of the sort of positive I also qualities. think one of the things I love about Aries is that there is their desire to experience stuff for themselves yeah you know, it's not this thing of, oh, well, I'm, I read a book about it, therefore I know it. It's like, I'm going to go and, you know, jump off a thing or I'm going to go have my own adventures. I'm going to go and try it out. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need to do as an Aries, isn't it? Is you need to try it out for yourself. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a fearless nature too, yes, I think, at its brave. best. There's, there's a brave, fearless uh, side to Aries. Very much can be, you know, the self-starter, the entrepreneur, solo enterprises. Um and and sometimes doesn't you know doesn't need backing from others to get to get things moving to get things started. Hmm. And if um, you if you're not an Aries and you need to get things started, find an Aries, make them motivate you. And this is always a very useful thing to do if you yeah. need motivation. Talk to your Aries friend. Of course, if you can get a word in edgeways, and if you can make them kind of focus on you for a minute, because that's the other side of Aries, isn't it? Is this self self? Yeah. Thing. Yeah, they can, you know, they, all the star signs have um, kind of pluses and minuses mm. in a way, don't they? And, I mean, Aries, uh, it can be quite a, f a fire sign, so it's sort of out there. And they can take over. Mm. They can take over. Sometimes they have to learn to listen mm. um, and learn for the other person to go first. There's always that, um, you know, the opposite sign. You always learn from your opposite mm -hmm. sign. And Aries' opposite sign is Libra, which is about compromise, you know, more receptive. Mm. So sometimes that can be um, Aries' lesson to learn. Um, but there's no... It's Anyway, Aries is the first sign. And here we are in Aries, at, at that Aries moment, that equinox moment. Um, and so it is a moment in the year for starting things. And what do you think about this year and this equinox and this moment? Um I was noticing that we've got some really interesting uh, astrology because although this is the moment to start things, we've got a Mercury retrograde coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we have the sun moves into Aries on March the 20th and three days later, March the 23rd, communication planet Mercury goes retrograde in Aries and will be on go slow until April the 15th. Yeah. So for a lot of the time that the sun is in Aries... 
Mercury is retrograde. Most of the time, really. Yeah. Most of the time. Um, and also, you know, I would say that Mercury's already in the shadow of its own retrograde now, so things are already going a bit squiggly. Mm. Um, and then once it's around April 1st, things will start on, you know, things are getting tighter and tighter at the moment, getting more and more knotted up. And then from around April 1st, things will start to unknot and you'll be able to go back and edit things and fix stuff. Mm-hmm. But this Mercury retrograde, it's a weird one, Mercury mm-hmm. retrograde in Aries, because mm-hmm. Aries is such a go-getting sign, such forward, uh, has such forward thrust. Um, so the, th- the sun is busy kind of doing this forward thrust, but Mercury is just holding everything back. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's making quite some quite tricky aspects mm-hmm. to the huge amount of energy in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the cardinal signs are going to feel this metri- retrograde quite a lot, aren't they? So that means Aries, Libra, when it comes to relationships in particular, mm-hmm. is going to be feeling this. Uh, Capricorn is going to be feeling this retrograde, maybe to do with home and family. There may be some issues or with your parents that you have to go back and deal with. Um, and Cancer will also be feeling this as well. And in terms of career, yeah. Uh, so you may actually have to go back and do a job that you thought you'd finished. You may go back to an old job. It can be quite good a Mercury retrograde if you go with that backwards flow. Mm. I think, I mean, it is, it's a really interesting one because, you know, I often think of Mercury retrograde as a time to slow down, to wait, to ponder. It is in Aries, so it's likely to be a time more of impatience, it yeah. feels, than patience. Yeah. It's likely to be a time perhaps of frustration, really wanting things to happen and fast, mm. like Aries does, but the timing isn't quite right. Mm. So... Yeah, on some level, it is about going back, regrouping, mm. reviewing, maybe changing tactics in some way, Looking changing for new your... ways to to get what you want mm. when it's time to move forward. Changing direction, changing direction. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you step back uh, in order to point in a slightly different direction. I mean, there are some, so, you know, some things about Mercury retrograde are always nice, which is getting in touch with old friends. And the mm-hmm. signs that I think that it particularly should do that this time, uh, Libra, obviously, should be getting in touch with old friends. Old flames. Old flames, indeed. And you know, old partners of whatever kind. Librans should make a point of doing that, I would say, during this Mercury retrograde. Um, and Aquarians, of course, getting in touch with old pals. Um, and the other people who benefit from this retrograde are... If you're studying anything and you happen to be a mm-hmm. Leo, for example, mm-hmm. um, it's a fantastic time for revision, mm. isn't it? It's like it goes in and it sticks now, or you're able to revise in a better way. Yeah, and it's also, I think, you know, with Aries, there's a sense of being able to cram. Yeah. Because Aries, you know, does things fast. And that's, again, one of the things I notice having an Aries ascendant. I do everything quickly. Yeah. It's speedy. Mm. You know, there's no waffling it's succinct it's to the point so mm. it's a, it does feel like being able to to cram stuff in mm. um, with the mercury on go slow mm. Mm. um sagittarians old flames as well i would yes. suggest yes. yeah old lovers. romances lovers mm-hmm. um so that's you know if you think of it as an t- opportunity to reconnect um as well as rethink 
That's the positive side of this Mercury retrograde. I mean, there there are some tricky things this month. Um, I think the moons are quite interesting, the lunations. So we've got this one on the 31st of March. Yeah, that's the full moon, which falls across the Libra Aries axis of the zodiac, um, which maybe it's worth just... uh, I mean, a lot of this this coming month, the month while the sun is in Aries, is very much about relationships, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Which is interesting. And uh, it's about yourself and the other. Yeah. It's about how you behave, and also because of various other things, but it, because it's how you behave within, not so much the group, but within the organization, you know, um, and what your position is within an organization or within a group, and also how other people perceive you. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the full moon is very tightly with that Mercury retrograde, isn't it? Yeah, the sun's next to the Mercury retrograde. Um, I, you know, it seems to me it's quite a, a jarring full moon, actually. I think that one of the things about the Mercury retrograde is you should be careful about what comes out of your mouth, mm. especially if you're, mm. if you're an Aries, but mm-hmm. other signs as well. And be careful because words are, can be bullets, you know, and those words, those words that can be weapons, they can come back and and hit you. Um, And I would think that this full moon, there's a lot of emotion flowing around with this full moon. And there's a kind of sense of a reality check or having just to stop what you're doing and listen. Um, So be very aware of other people at the full moon. That's the 31st of March. Yeah. Um, and then what about the, there's the new moon. I was going to just say before we, yeah. we look at the new moon, because I think another, you know, important feature of um, this period, March the 20th to April the 20th, is Mars in Capricorn. Oh, yeah. Aries planet in Capricorn, a sign it likes to be, and it's exalted hmm. in Capricorn, uh, strong. This is kind of the empire builder in a way and mars is going to form this really powerful trio of planets mm. it's also in capricorn moving towards saturn and towards pluto as well so i mean these this it feels like kind of people in power or you know authority coming up against powerful people perhaps as well mm. as the planets in aries um clash with the planets in capricorn there are some signs that's very good for, I, you know, this Mars into Capricorn is lovely for. I think it's good for Taurus, for example. Very, you get you get things done when you get that trine from um, Mars in Capricorn, and during this whole time that Mars is in Capricorn, uh, Venus will be in um, Taurus from the beginning of April, won't it? Mm-hmm. Which is lovely. This makes the whole, um, it gives a better feeling to the whole month than you might expect from some of the other planetary um, aspects that are going on. Um, and it's got this sort of lovely, earthy, earthy vibe, you know. Venus in Taurus is the gardener. Um, the Earth Mother. The Earth Mother, exactly. Primavera, you mm-hmm. know, is Venus in Taurus. Um so while we've got that Mars and Capricorn in an Earth sign, we've got Venus and Taurus, another Earth sign. Um, and those two were, will are kind of working together a little bit, and I mm-hmm. think that's good. 
mm. because otherwise there's sort of a clash going on, isn't there? Mm. Um, the other sign that it's good for is Virgo, of course. Yeah, one, the other Earth sign. Yeah. So ve- when with when Venus is in Taurus, and Mars is in Capricorn, Virgo benefits. Yeah. So Virgo, you've got support from those two. It's very good for just things like getting along with people. Yeah. You know, creativity as creativity, well. Creativity, getting Creative stuff projects. done. Uh, getting your ideas maybe listened to or at least getting you know moving ahead with artistic mm. projects mm. i also have to say i like the i think mars in capricorn is going to be strong for i mean the signs that immediately kind of leap to mind aries and scorpio both mm. mars ruled and capricorn itself you know this is a month for those three signs to really to be fearless mm. to step up their game to step into you know, responsible role, position of power, really kind of go for it, actually, mm. um, to harness that that real quite strong, formidable power that's going on in the sign of Capricorn. Uh, Scorpio, it's communications, Aries, career, mm. and Capricorn, it's about personal goals and ambitions. Mm. It's about, you know, honing what you want to do and and going for it, although going for it at the same time as recognizing that mercury is retrograde from march the 23rd to april the 15th which brings us nicely unless you have something else to say uh i was just gonna i have a few more things because i'm I'm enjoying i like i'm liking the mars and venus Mm -hmm. combo etc i just wanted to say that there are some other um signs that will benefit from this i mean pisces is benefits from this quite a lot Mm mm-hmm um, because it's a nice grounding energy, which Pisces often needs. Yeah. Um, but it's got a bit of forward thrust. It's like you've got some support again, for especially good for communications. You know? Yeah, and allies, isn't that? It's kind of getting people on your side. Yeah, exactly. Communications, friends, all that kind of mm. stuff. Mm. Um, people networking. who can help you. People exactly. who can help you. Um, and yeah, the other sign I just think we should mention is Cancer, with that Mars in the opposite sign. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that can you can have people might be a bit aggressive to you. I would say for, with Cancerians. So you, the question is, where do you look for support? Um, and you really maybe look to the other water sign, water signs for a bit of support. Mm-hmm to deal with that quite uh, there's quite a strong energy against you pushing against you Mm. yeah it's interesting for the uh, water signs isn't it because this is it feels like um, a month very much where fire aries the fire and that strong earth is um prominent dominant in Mm. a way so you know i think all the water signs therefore need they need connection mm. they need connection the the realm of emotions may not be as helpful perhaps as other months mm. can i say that though in some way it's kind of because it's a real feisty energy isn't it it's feisty mm. it's combative com- combative mm. um yeah but what i think what uh, i i agree with that and i think that water signs need to remember that they you are subtle people mm-hmm you get what's going on underneath. Mm. Uh, you just need to uh, remember that you can also be more patient than the rest of them. Because, mm. of course, one of the issues with Aries is impatience. 
Yeah. Isn't it? It's yeah. this lack of patience. And with Mercury retrograde, like you were saying earlier, it's this desire to move forward, but something is stopping it. Mm. Whereas um, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces are in touch with the subtle realms, you know? Mm. And, this, and I think it's d- dig deeper, especially yeah. with the Jupiter retrograde. Yeah, and sort of being able to intuit things on a different level, yeah. actually. Reading uh, between the lines, looking for what lies beneath. And mm. that's, again, quite um, an important theme mm. with the Mercury retrograde. What's hidden? What's out of sight? Um, and also the Jupiter, mm. currently retrograde in Scorpio, which is very much go deeper. Mm. Um uh, and also Jupiter is going to be, with Jupiter is going to be making a very interesting contact to Pluto around the middle of that midweek of April mm-hmm. around that week when the next when the new moon is coming up yeah um, that again looks like a very it's an astrologically busy week isn't it that one of the sort of 14th 15th 16th of April it's when everything shoots into action after this time not knowing quite what's going on. Yeah suddenly everything opens up mm. and there's you know this is this is aries time as well mm. isn't it mm. there's a new moon in aries on the 16th of april and it's conjunct uranus uh the planet of the unexpected um it feels like a rocket launching in a way doesn't it with the this new moon the day after mercury turns direct this mm. whoosh of yeah. energy I would suggest that a sort of an overarching thing for this month would be to think about to try and sort of hold your horses at the beginning of the month up mm. until the 16th. Mm. Make sure you're getting things in place and that you're th- working things out properly and that you're even if you're desperate to move forward, it's like you're planning the launch of this rocket. And then from the new moon, then you go forward. Yeah. Um, so that would be taking advantage of the Mercury retrograde. Um, mm. The other plant, the other, just I wanted to mention that the Mercury retrograde, of course, also affects Gemini's a lot. Gemini and Virgo. Gemini and Virgo, yeah, their planet. It's their planet, exactly. And I think that actually Gemini might really enjoy this Mercury retrograde. Uh-huh. Because it's all about getting back in touch with network. You know, it's re... It's re- um, doing your network yeah it's about friend you know f- getting getting back on facebook mm-hmm. and getting in touch with your old friends and uh it's about listening to the chatter and um and aries is playful too isn't yeah. it one of the fire signs so there can be a playful quality yeah and so is gemini well. you know so that i think that gemini for gemini it might actually be quite fun so what's Virgo doing? Virgo's um, busy getting their tax done and, and <laughs> sorting out the balancing the books, joint finances. It's the tax time of year. They might be busy with that. And Virgo likes to have everything organised, so they might be going over things really deeply and thoroughly. Well, you know what else they might be doing is they might be doing a bit of therapy. Yes. Talking therapy. Yeah, so yeah. if you were going to do like a, a spot of therapy, my dear Virgo, be quite a good month mm. to mm. do it in. Yeah, and to again go, it's it's kind of looking at what's hidden, isn't it? It's very yeah. much a hidden yeah. um, sector of the horoscope for for Virgo. Taboo issues, also getting yeah. a hold of what's taboo, really going in deep and yeah, and and actually, well, you know how Virgo can be so critical of them, self-critical. Um, 
it's actually quite a good time, I would suggest, for cutting out or excising those habits of thinking that have been holding you back mm. and going back over and having a think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. The other, there are some, uh, some signs that actually really benefit from this new moon. Mm. And I would suggest that Sagittarius and Leo, the other fire signs. Yeah. Yeah. Are, this is a very excellent new yeah. moon for you. It's a crazy one, but there's something about it that's incredibly exciting. Mm. So for Leo, it's very much about travel study. It's that area of life, the bigger yeah. picture. So maybe going back somewhere you've been before, revisiting mm. places or um, you know, learning, catching up with knowledge or learning mm. knowledge that was a passion once before and you kind of get excited about it again. Or you might have a brilliant idea. Brilliant idea just that it's that simple with leo it's like you might have something around that new moon that sets you off in a new and different new direction in your you know we want to say knowledge is always a bit wide isn't it but just here's for example you know it'd be a good time to get your book published if you had a book yeah something like that i know that's um probably doesn't apply to 99.9 percent of you but there's something about it about getting your ideas out there, mm. you know, starting again with that. And, um, well, I mean, for, for Sagittarius, it's quite straightforward. It's like, it, this can be quite a romantic it's, new moon. It can be quite romantic as well. And I think it's also, um, for Sagittarius, it's about doing the things they love. Mm. And, you know, really kind of exploring all of that because... You know, just my experience of some um, the Sagittarians in my life, when with, when all the water planets were in Pisces, it was kind of overly emotional and wallowing in stuff that was quite difficult sometimes. So I think you know this this um, now overdose almost of far sign energy is about getting back out in the world. It's doing what you love. It's you know hanging out with your kids. It's getting hold of your inner child. Um, being playful, creative, lining. Sporty, actually. sporty, very sporty too. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's one for you know for Sagittarians. It's like okay, now you start uh, getting ready for the marathon, mm. isn't it? Or whatever it is, whatever sport it is you do. Mm. Mm. Um, and actually, quite good for trying a new sport. Yeah, I would suggest you know, yeah, yeah. and something really crazy to do with Uranus, which would be like hang gliding, or okay, <laughs> okay, Sagittarians, please you know start hang gliding. Advice for next month. Um, is there anything else that we want to just deal with while we're... I think that's almost everything that we uh, have to say uh, until next month, really, isn't it? Yeah, when the sun will move into Taurus. And we'll all be feeling quite calm again after what could be a lively and exciting month, but actually at times a little bit over exciting or too much going on or you know out of control a bit out of control yeah uh, those of you who think that you're going to be in control next month just be prepared for things to i want to say google these things to come in from the side mm. or the front you know it's dare we say it, it's an unpredictable month hang on we just did a whole half hour predicting the month <laughs> <laughs> Uh, expect the unexpected expect the unexpected 
and uh, see you next month. Great. See you next month. Thanks for listening.